And the Sikha of Chag is the first Sikha in Chedek Yitchas, is a famous Sikha known as the Sikha about Bar Metzra, about the dinim, the halachis of uh, selling a field, that the priority goes to the neighboring, the owner of the neighboring field. And that that was the discussion between the Malachim and Meishon Abinu regarding receiving the Torah. I want to go through it to clarify it a bit because many times when you learn the Sikha, it sounds a bit very technical. The fact that the whole discussion is about comparing it to Bermetzra, a neighboring field gets first choice, and they're a neighbor to the Torah because they're in Shemayim, and then there's different answers for it, whether the Torah is considered something movable or it's considered attached to the ground. Um, and at the end, we say that we're trying to make a dira for Hashem, and that, 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 that goes over everything. It looks, at first glance, as something very technical. We're looking at technical rules, and we found it, and we matched it, and therefore the discussion goes well. At all, at all, eh, it all goes into the words of the Gemara. It obviously is not just a game. Obviously, there's a depth behind it. And a lot will, will be understood if you understand a bit better the whole concept of the Torah coming down to this world. What did the Malachim want? What does it mean it should stay up there? We're not talking about space. We're not talking about anything, you know, that the Torah is in a box hidden somewhere in heaven and then it was sent special delivery down here. And uh, the Malachim wanted, like, you know, to, to, to make whatever they, they're causing some delays in the delivery. And also to understand a bit the logic, the idea behind Barmetra, which is then that can maybe help us understand a bit better um, what's going on in the Sikha. So, first, let's go to the idea of Barmetra. The rule is that if you sell a field to someone and he doesn't own any field near this field that you're selling him. Then comes the neighbor, someone owning a field right next to your field. And he says, I want to buy this field for the same price. And the rule is the one who bought it has to give it over to this neighbor, get the money, obviously. And then he could search for another field. Why is that? It's not about Allah, it's based on a rule based on Torah expects from every person to be nice not just to go by what's right but you know I got it first and he, he agreed and therefore I could take it we have to be nice which means to say that in things that are not at your expense if someone's buying a field and let's say there are a lot of fields available to buy now, if a person already owns a field and he wants to buy a field, to have a neighboring field is the most practical, easiest thing to manage two fields together is much easier than to manage two fields in very distant places. And therefore, since you want only one field, you have another field next to it, and you could buy it elsewhere. And he wants to get this extra field next to his field, and it's much more useful for him to have this field over a different field and more than it's useful for you, so you're obligated to, to allow him to take possession, to, 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 to buy this field from you because he's gaining and you're not losing. That's the rule of our medicine. 
And since the rule is because you're supposed to be nice, so then you have to be nice, it's a mitzvah. So then there are a lot of exceptions to this rule. If the person you're selling the field to, the, to, the, the seller is selling to, is a relative, is a neighbor, neighbor not in the field, neighbor in his, in his house, he's a partner. So there's much more of a responsibility for a, for a relative, for a neighbor, for a partner to take care of their acquaintance, or to take care of their partner or neighbor or relative or neighbor, more than to worry about that a person who owns a field should have an easier job to manage two fields one next to the other. It's much more important, much more goodness over here to, to take care of that. So that's why they have those exceptions of when the salacha does not apply. Or if, uh, if, if the person who buys the field needs it momentarily much more, he needs to own a field for whatever reason, and the other person just could use another field, he doesn't need it as much. So again, it's, it's much more right and nice and good to take care of this buyer that he should keep this field. So that's an exception. Now, if we're talking about movable objects, metaltable, and it's, it happens to be in my house, and my next neighbor wants to buy it, and some guy from a different town wants to buy it. And this guy says, listen, it's easier for me to transfer it to my house than for him to transfer it to his house. We don't say then the halacha of Parmetra. He's nearby, it's easier for him, and that guy could buy it elsewhere, because the whole difference is, 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 is a one-time difference when you're transferring the, the, the object. But if you're, well, once you transfer the object, then, then um, there's no difference. And therefore, you tell the neighbor, listen, just like he's taking it, you can also buy it elsewhere. You can bring it here. And therefore, you won't, you won't be lacking any, any lasting benefit. The lasting benefit of having it near you, by a field, it's there. And therefore, there's a lasting benefit of you managing two fields one next to the other. However, if you're talking about a movable object, the benefit is, is just for the moment that you could transfer it easier. But there's nothing lasting in that benefit. And therefore, leave it by the one who bought it. Then there's another halacha that... Another halacha, that if you're, if you're selling a piece of land, one person wants to use it for a field, and one person wants to use it for a house. And the one who wants to use it for a field is a neighbor, is the bar metzer. The one who wants to use it for a house is not. So we say the din does not apply, you leave it by the one who bought it for a house. Why? Not because of the personal benefit of the one who bought, who bought this piece of land, but because of our approach. The base, which is deciding who should keep this piece of land, they say, we care more that people should have houses than people should have fields. There should be housing, there should be people who have where to live. That's our agenda. It's not because it's more important for this person to have a house. Let's say he has a house already. He's building another house. He wants to rent it. He wants to sell it. But he's building a house, a dwelling place for people. That idea to happen is much more important for the world Never there to be fields. You have to have food, you have to eat. 
But you have to have a place of people to settle in. That's much more important in a general perspective. And therefore, we say that the buyer could keep it, the vendor could keep it, not because that it's more, it's, it, it, we're being nicer to him, but it's something which is more important in general for the world. So that's the idea of our mitzvah. Let's go now. So to summarize, it's a halacha that you have to be nice and considerate. If you're selling a field to some random guy, then uh, and you have a neighbor, a neighbor, uh, someone has a neighboring field, and he wants to buy that field uh, as well. It's much more beneficial for him to keep the field, and the other one should buy elsewhere because he's able to manage two fields together. And that guy can buy it elsewhere. So therefore, you even after the guy bought it, you transfer it to the neighbor. However, if there's a reason why I should care about this buyer, this vendor, then uh, that, that, that overrides the benefit of a marmetzer. So I, I keep it by him. And then there is, if the, the reason he's buying it for is much more beneficial from a general perspective, he's buying it to make a house, he also override this idea. I missed out. And if someone is similar to the idea of selling to a relative, if someone's giving it as a present, so then the thing doesn't apply. Why? Because I gave a present to someone I want to give a present to. In other words, I'm not selling my field. I'm doing something personal, giving a personal uh, 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 a personal sign of, of, uh, of love, of care, whatever it is that I want to give to this person, and that's what I'm giving in the present. It's something personal. If it's personal, it's irreplaceable. If it's irreplaceable, I can't give it to the person next to me. I'm giving it only to this particular person. Fine. That's similar to the idea about a relative or whatever. There's a specific reason why I sp- I'm supposed to care for him. I do care for him. I only sold it for that reason. And therefore, this Allah doesn't apply. Let's move on to the Malachim and to the Torah. What does it mean that the Torah came down to this world? And what does it mean that the Torah existed earlier by Hashem? So the idea is like this. It says that the Torah, the Torah was written by the Abish to some years before, I mean, the future events were written by the Abish to before. Well, what's going on? So the idea is like this. Torah, it says it's one thing, but the Abish was hidden in heaven. What does it mean hidden in heaven? Heaven is not a place up there. In Shemar. It means to say, Torah, its true content. What is it about? Is as the Shalosh says, Torah in its essence is godly ideas. Torah in its essence is Hashem, not, not that the Torah that we're learning now in its, in its physical understanding is godly ideas. It's not godly ideas. Now, Hashem doesn't is not is not physical, doesn't relate to physical things, and doesn't relate to that's not his world, that's not what he's about, so to say. So they're not godly ideas on their own. Hashem uh, wanted, decided that he should reveal himself, his ideas, his, his essence, his muhus, things that reflect. Hashem and his godliness, and to details, detailed ideas, detailed uh, expressions of Hashem, ways you could connect to him, different revelations of godliness, different revelations of who Hashem is, his muhus, and ways to connect to that. That's what the Torah is in essence. 
it's not just a ruchni, it's not just a spiritual thing, it's a liki, it's God. It's, it's ideas of the muhus of Hashem. Translate into details, detailed revelations of Hashem, details uh, of things that, 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 that you connect to Him, etc. When Hashem decided to give the Torah, He brought the Torah down to this world. Which means to say, He brought the godly ideas of Torah and He put them into what's called Mishala Kadmuini, a marshal. He put them into a language which is talking about a physical story. The physical story happened. But he took the details of that physical story, which contain within them their proper marshal for these godly ideas, and he used them, so to say, to bring these godly ideas into and in, in reach to us. That we should be able to understand it. We should be able to relate. We should be able to we should be able to understand the physical story of the Torah, which contain, which contains these godly ideas. Similarly, the physical actions of the mitzvahs, their physical actions which are based on, which are designed according to, which contain and reflect these godly ideas, and so we could connect it. But he didn't just put it into a marshal, like when you want to teach something to someone else, you use a, a marshal, and therefore, you know, you're, whatever, you can't understand the idea, I'll give you a marshal, maybe through that you'll grow into this idea. Hashem made something different, Hashem said like this, I'll give you the Torah, in a Gashmistika language, it contains in it the godly ideas. If you learn Torah, he tells the Yid, because I said so, because it's Hashem's Chachma, Hashem's Torah, because you want to connect to Hashem, you're going to connect to the, automatically to the godly ideas without, within it. It's going to enter you, it's going to take you over, it's going to affect you. Those godly ideas will enter you by learning the physical Torah. And similar to the mitzvahs. When you do the physical mitzvah, the godly idea within the mitzvah, if you're doing it to Hashem Shemayim, or if you're doing Shalom Shemayim, but you know, Shem really wants to do it to Hashem Shemayim, but when you do the Hashem Shemayim, it's going to be in a revealed way, the godly ideas will enter you, will affect you. So that's what it means. He brought it down, Nosavayorda, he brought down this godly Torah into a physical language. Now he made it there. Now it's in this physical language. When you hold on to the physical language, you connect it. You're able to, it, it, although you have no relationship to the godliness within it, the godliness affects you and takes you. Not only that, Hashem said that the ownership, as in the exclusive way, how you'll be able to, to connect to these godly ideas, is if you're a human being, a yid down here, learning the physical term. If you're not a yid down here, in the above, a malach, which is going to learn the ruchni istikedi. So malachim are spiritual beings with an advanced spiritual way of understanding, but it's not godly yet. They're more capable of somehow relating to godly ideas because they're on a higher level, the more refined, the, 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 their whole being is meaningful and deep in a very refined way, so they could relate to it more, but they're not a just a revelation of Hashem, they're beings on their own. And if they're going to learn to, in a spiritual understanding, which is also some sort of yirida from the pure idea of Torah, but seemingly closer, and they're going to learn it in that way, they're not going to take in, they're not going to connect to this godliness of Torah. 
it's not they're going to get to the, the, the extension of it the way he came into spirituality, which is a dist, very distant ray of it and a much a much further language. But they're not going to own. They're not going to contain. They're not going to get this truth, the true good godly idea within the Torah. It's not going to affect. That's in the mitzvah. If they do it in the spiritual way, they're going to sound it in the spiritual way. They're not going to get. They're not going to get in touch. It's not going to affect them the godliness within the Torah. Also. When a yid learns Torah properly, based on his bittul to Hashem, but he's using his physical understanding, his human understanding, and he comes to a conclusion in Torah, then Hashem says, the way I will shine the godliness in Torah will be according to his conclusion. According to the way he passed in the halacha, if he's doing it properly, that's where Hashem will shine his godly idea. If a malach will decide, based on what he understands, the spiritual ideas of the Torah, how the halacha should be, if that's what will be done, Hashem's ratzon will not be expressed to the day. Hashem's God, the, the godliness will not come to the person doing that mitzvah. If you learn it and come to a conclusion based to a spiritual understanding, a spiritual revelation, and you come to that conclusion, the halacha in Torah, if it's not a yidhir lamata, if it's only basing it on a spiritual revelation, even a yidhir lamata, then Hashem's then, 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 then the, 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 uh, the godliness will not come to you. So it's like owned by a yid here in the mouth. Say the Malachim like this. Godliness is appreciated much more when you're a spiritual being. When you understand things in a more refined way, and uh, you feel things in a more refined way, you could be more in touch with godliness. You could appreciate it more, you can relate to it more. A physical being, his whole relationship is so distant, the whole, even, even ruchni is even something which is by essence meaningful, the whole being is, mean, is meaning, it's something so distant from him. So the emes of Eimishta is for sure far from him. So as if their being is close and therefore, and therefore, if the neighbors will say the Torah will, will, will stay in Shema, what do you mean stay in Shema? It means that in order to connect to the godliness within Torah, you would have to learn the spiritual expression of Torah, the way it's brought in, in, in a language of spiritual beings, in a more refined way, a more meaningful way. And, and, and that's how you connect it. How would human beings connect it if they would want to? They would have to learn Kabbalah and learn some Mishalim that could get them a bit closer to it. And through that, they can have some distant understanding in a more refined way of understanding things, which then they can understand the spiritual expression of Torah. And then they'll be able to connect to the godliness within Torah. So maybe they say like this. You didn't want to have the Torah, we want to have the Torah. If, if we have the Torah, you didn't could buy it. Which means they could try to work their way up to us, try to use Mishalim to understand more spiritual things, and then they could understand our spiritual understanding of Torah through that connected to Abishta, and they'll get somewhere. They'll get to the same goal, to get in touch with the, with the godliness eventually. 
So they're not going to lose out. They're still going to get in touch with the Ibsen. With a process getting from somewhere more distant. If you give the Torah down here, which is abnormal in a way, and you make that the ownership is only by those that understand it in the spirit, in a, in a physical way, they're the ones that decide how Hashem will reveal Himself. So then a Malach could never be in touch with it. A Malach will never, on his own, get what Torah has. And the Shama above will never, on his own, get what the Torah has, unless he really learned it down here and he's 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 getting in touch with the depth of it in Ganei. So they're saying like this: leave the Torah in its natural place, natural place, in, in, in a closed place. At least I could appreciate it more. In in in, in a language that you could appreciate it more. In a ruchniyistic language, you could appreciate the godliness, which is the essence of Torah. And you can also learn Kabbalah, learn Chassidus. And somehow develop himself and somehow come closer, and then could be able to attach the Rebish to also. Whereas what your Abish is doing is he's putting it in a, in, in a distant place. At least it doesn't appreciate him so much. And then the Malach will have to come and listen to what the, the Eden do. And and so to say that when the Eden do the Lunterian do a mitzvah, they affect the Malachim as well. But the Malachim themselves are not connecting to it. The Malachim are like losing it. Losing it totally, losing the ownership totally, when 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 they could benefit from it more. Whereas Hashem could have made that it stays in a ruchniyistic language, which Malachim could appreciate much more and benefit much more, and then the Eden could could buy it, could buy it from them. So why are you giving me the Torah down there? That's the idea. That's the the, the, the logic behind this idea. So the question is, what is the answer to that? What is the answer to that time? So the Rebbe brings from the Mepharshim different answers. And based on what we said before, why a Matana wouldn't apply. Why, why I'm sorry, why Bar Mitzvah wouldn't apply. So, okay, one answer is that Torah is Metalton. Which means to say, Torah is something which is not stuck to a specific style, a specific language. Although naturally, so to say, uh, you'd think that someone who's more spiritual could appreciate it more, but it could, you could change it. You can make it in, that, 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 that the physical beings uh, uh, connect it more. So it's, since it's detachable, it's movable, so then the, the time doesn't apply. Another thing is that the Ibish to give the Torah as a matana. A matana, Hashem loves the Eden, I gave them as a matana. And therefore, when it comes from, from a personal desire of, of showing gratitude, of showing not gratitude, they're showing the connection to the Ibish to Eden, so then they don't have a time, so they could use it more so what? We consider that as children, etc. The main problem with these with these uh, answers are that the, the Gemara describes Gemara Shabbos. The Gemara says that the, that the Moshe went up to Shemaim and wanted to, to take the Torah. Allah was, what is he doing? He wants to take the Torah. What do you mean? How could you? It belongs to us. So they should told Moshe, you answer. And Moshe answers something totally different. The answer that they don't have Yitzhar order, they don't have, they don't have business, the Malachim, they, they don't have Avoim. 
what connection does that have to any of these answers of the of the of the Mufarsh? Okay. Um, then the Rebbe uh, tackles two of the answers, the idea of metaltalin and the idea of mech. The idea of metaltalin, the Rebbe says like this. They're saying since the Torah could be detached, it's not stuck firm to, to, to speak in a spiritual language. So the owner writes, says, but that's not the reason why in movable objects the, the rule of Hermetzah doesn't apply. Not because he has no rights. Not because the fact that I'm next door doesn't mean anything. It does mean something. But I can compensate that. You could buy it elsewhere. If there would be one of a kind of something, and it's in my house, and you're next door, and because you being next door, you could appreciate it more. You could appreciate it more because it's, you, you've seen it before, you, you, you heard about it before, you, you were thinking about it before, it's easier to transfer it to you, or even more, here's even more, like when, when, when it relates to a place, say it's, I don't know, it's built into a place and like fits to the surrounding, and, and you want to sell the house with the, with the diamond to someone else, and he says, no, I, I want to have, okay, I don't know how it's going to work, but in a case, that it naturally fits to the place where I'm a neighbor to. It blends into my surrounding. It like it, 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 ha- it has to do with me and it's detachable. But it's irreplaceable. So here you're stuck. Why are you stuck? In, in, in the physical world, we stuck. Why? On one hand, the neighbor says, I, 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 there's a reason why I should get it. The fact that it's movable doesn't mean anything. I still will benefit from it, and I cannot replace the benefit. On the other hand, in the Gashmias, the Lekeach, the one who buys it, says, well, one second, I can buy it elsewhere either. Why should I give it up for you? So then we give it to the Lekeach. But in Ruchni Senyar, when it's not like, even if it's one of a kind, but it's not, not only one of it. In other words, many people could buy it and own it, which means to say, as we said before, the Malachim could own the Torah, which means Torah could be speaking in a language, in a spiritual language, which is its natural place. Even though Hashem could change that and make that it should be reached only in a physical language. Fine. But it's a natural place where it, where it blends into, where it's close to, in Ingeret, is, is, is in a spiritual language. And Yidin could get in touch with the spiritual language, and somehow get in touch with that language, and they would buy it as well. So then you have both ends. And one end, though it's movable, but it relate, relates to the neighbor. And the one who bought it will not lose out because he could buy it from that neighbor and the neighbor will still have it. In other words, he could buy, they could buy it from Allah and Allah will still have it. So then the dinner of should apply. Regarding a matona, the fact that it was given as a, as a present to Eden and the idea of Ramesh doesn't apply. Rebbe says that in Torah there's three lashonis, which basically means there are three, so to say, parts of Torah. There's a Torah that we got as a Yerusha. 
Hashem gave it to us because we're his child, and as if we automatically receive that depth, that we're talking about like a different element within the Torah, a different depth of connection to Hashem, a different depth of getting the godliness within the Torah. So a certain element of that godliness we get because Hashem's children is like an automatic thing. A certain element of it comes as a result of Hashem's love to us. It might be as a result of our avoda, and Hashem gives it to us much more than we work. That's usually what a present is. You give much more than the person deserves, not just a payment. So it's called a maton. But then there is also the notion of Torah that it was sold to us, which basically means a certain level of godliness within the Torah you receive based on the work. You work, you did Avedis Hashem, and through that you get that element, that gilu of Hashem within the Torah. That gilu of Hashem within the Torah, which is limited according to your Avedis, is something where the Malachim can come and say, one second, it's not a special simon of Av. It's it's uh, it's not it's not an automatic thing like a Yerush. It's based on their avodah. We can also do avodah. Whatever they do, we'll get it. You're giving to them not as a special relationship, not as a not as a matano. You're giving to them based on their avodah. That connection to Hashem we want to get. We want that it should belong. To Shaman, that whatever you could reach through Avoida based on your Avoida should be something which you have to get it through a Ruchnistic understanding, which belongs to us. They could also buy it from us. They could reach the Ruchnist, but shouldn't be able to reach it just through Gashmis. And then the answer of Matana doesn't help. If we're talking about different revelations within the Torah, different elements within the Torah, different Giluya Likus that you could get and touch through your learning Torah, there's a time on the, on the, on the, on the Mecher part. Okay, this is the, then there is the, 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 the Rebbe brings the two other answers. One answer is that when a person sells all his possessions at once, then the neighbor, the neighbor, the one who owns the neighboring field can say, I want to have this field because I didn't sell this field as an as, as a, as a individual thing. I sold it as part of all my, all my possessions. So there, or whatever, as part of a jump, a bunch of possessions. So you can't just be selective and just take this and therefore claim that you, you, you come first. So they say this, and Hashem already decided before, I guess there's two things. There's the fact that, that, that Hashem allowed the Torah to be translated into Gashmias, which I guess that happened before reading the story of giving it to Moshe. Then there's the fact that we have the ownership. And if we use the Gashmi stick apart, that's the only way to connect to the, to the, the acoustic apart and the Ruchni stick apart. So the answer is since, since the only one who could take the entire Torah, including the way how it's translated into Gashmi's, are Yidin, as Moshe Rabbeinu answered to them, that you don't have the Yitzhak Hara. So or all of the details. So, since the, you know, the only one that can buy the entire thing, so then the Malachal don't have a time. They can't relate to the Gashmi Sikhavar, so they don't have a time. Another answer that uh, since it's a hard yesh so we need it more desperately. And Malachal don't need it so desperately. So we come first. 
which seemingly these two answers do lie in Moshe Rabbeinu's answer. Says the Rebbe, you're right, it lies in the technicality. But the Khairi is telling them a fact. He's telling them that we have a Yitzhar. And therefore, what? Obviously, that just means that we're Shaykh, we relate to the Pshat of Tayyip. But they knew that before. They said, we want to have just the deeper part of Tayyip. So Moshe is answering them that because we belong to Pshat, then we, we're the only one that's taking everything, and you can't take just one thing alone. That's not mentioned in Moshe's answer. Moshe just says, the answer is, we have Pshat. Pshat belongs to us. It's a hard so they knew that. The punchline that because of that you can't take one without the other, and we're the only ones that are taking the whole thing, is not written in Misha's answer. Seemingly, similarly, the idea that uh, and therefore we're desperate for it, in Misha Ravina's answer, it's part of a few other details. We have a father and mother. We have business, that doesn't make that why it's desperate for us. If it's so hard, we have to have tools against it. We have to have the trainer. Measurement is mentioning other details also. So it doesn't sound like his focus is on the it's so hard when he's mentioning other details. Okay. Answers the Rebbe. The answer is why? What was Moshe's answer to the Malachi? Why the dinner message does not apply? Because we're making a deer. What's the idea of a deer? And how does that, that connect to Moshe Rabbeinu's answer? The idea is like this, that the Ebishter revealed his greatness. Now, the Ebishter's true greatness is undescribable and in a way unrevealable. And it says, To really get the Ebishter, you got to be Ebishter. Any revelation from the Yemishtim, any way Hashem is trying to show us something, some taste of his greatness, it's called the Ur, like a ray of the sun, which doesn't really carry the actual quality of the sun, it just gives you a feeling and a taste of it. Hashem revealed himself, but that's not the goal. The, the fact that Hashem allowed Malachim and Hashemis and anyone to understand his greatness is not the reason why he created the world, or that's not that's not the, the main thing he has in mind. The main thing he has in mind is dira leizbarich, dira leizbarich b'sechtei, which means he wants his truth to be felt. Where would it be in tachtoinim, in the lowest the lowest level of existence? But it's not just two details. He wants it to be revealed in the lowest level of existence. The only way how you can get in touch with Hashem himself is in the lowest level of existence. How come? Because in the lowest level of existence, your connection to the Yevishta is not based on yourself. Since it's such a strong concealment, and especially to the extent that Yavitzurana, so when you do recognize Hashem, you want to get in touch with him, you're going beyond yourself. You're even breaking yourself. And it's the only place that it will be when there's concealment in Hashem and your existence feels so distant from Hashem, is so distant from Hashem, the way it is created. And then you're getting in touch with Hashem, it's based on Hashem. It's based on Hashem, you're able to, through understanding also, on top of the fact that you're bending yourself for Hashem, 
creating a feeling to whatever you could understand, eventually you can get to the point behind it. You can get in touch with who he is because you're putting yourself aside. The reason, so to say, why Hashem cannot reveal who he is because he's revealing it to someone else. If you're staying who you are with your style, with your uh, limitations, and then Hashem's coming to you, then you're staying you, and he's shining to you whatever he can give from you to you. So it's not him. If you're sticking to you and sticking to your style, you're not getting him. If you're not getting him, then it's only your order. It's not, it's, it's not valuable. Hashem wants to have a dira. Dira means, means a place that he himself is there. And he himself is there in a steady way, in a, in a, in a way that could last. Where is that if he reveals himself? In other words, he gives his will. He reveals what he, uh, phys- in a physical language, but it carries within it what he wants. To a place that feels distant from him. To a place that there's disturbances that, 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 that oppose Hashem. And then there, one develops a connection to Hashem based on Hashem, based on what He told you, based on the words of Torah that He gave to you, and you're, that's how you're connecting to Him, based on the commitments that He that He commanded you, and that's how you're you're, you're fulfilling it. So then you're you're, you're so it's a few things. First of all, you're going above you, as we just said. Plus, the 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 Torah, the mitzvahs which contain godliness, could bring him across in a pure way. Since they're not describing him in any other way, they're not giving an understanding because it's not ruchim, because it's not revealing in Hashem in a way that can be understood in, in the spiritual level and somehow you feel like you got it. No, you didn't get it. But it's there. What Hashem wants, what Hashem thinks is there in these words and take it, take it the way it is. So there you can take it the way it is. There, if you'll take the Torah the way it is and this is the way it is, and you'll bend yourself against the Yitzharah for Hashem. Yitzharah that's the limitations of the world. And you'll bend yourself to Hashem. You're taking Hashem the way He is. By putting yourself aside, by taking Him without the shine, with just the containment of, of, that it's there, the fact that the contents are there. So then you're, you, that enables Hashem Himself to rest there. Now he could, he, could, he could settle there. It's not based on how much you understand and how much you appreciate. He's there because it's describing him without any, 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 any expression, without any revelation. And then through that, if you, on top of that, understand Hashem, develop a feeling for Hashem. But it's all based on this bitalika connection to the Ebishta. You will get in touch through the revelation. You'll go past it. You'll get in touch with, with the one who's behind the revelation. So maybe the nature is like this. Forget about who needs to get it. Think about what needs to be done. If you'll understand the Torah, if you'll get the Torah, which means that the godliness will come to you through your great understanding of Hashem, it will never be Hashem himself settling there. It will be be a, a, a revelation of Hashem, appreciation of Hashem. Like it's like growing things in the field, it's, it's, very, it's very productive. You, Hashem Himself will not be settling there. When the turn comes down to us, which we have physicality, we have business, and therefore our connection to Hashem will be on top of us, above us, bending ourselves to, to Hashem. Then, then Hashem Himself will settle there, it won't just be 
giving us peanuts, giving us not peanuts, giving us, you know, uh, uh, something that we can appreciate of the greatness of Hashem, it will be Hashem himself sent. And forget about what we need to get, it is the most valuable thing. If it is the most valuable thing, that comes before any other calculation, who should get it? It needs to be done. So there, and that's in Moshe's answer. Moshe tells him the reason why we need to get it is because we have business. And because we have Yitzhak order. That itself makes the deer. It's not just a through that it can be a deer. That makes the deer. If it's a physical world and you're going above yourself, so Hashem could be there the way he is and something which just represents him without trying to describe him and, and, and explain his greatness. And your connection to him is rising above yourself. That is called a deer. That's the most valuable expression of Hashem. And therefore that comes before everything. So it's not just in, we, we belong to the to the to the to the, to the of two. And if he can't give us he can't give he can't give you one without the other. That so so this itself is not an answer. The fact that we're shaft to the shaft of Torah, that's the lowest part of Torah. That's not a reason we should get to Torah. Uh, it's a hard it's more detail. But the word is it's not like no, this part of Torah, that's where Hashem is, that's where Hashem dwells, that's where Hashem is settled in a way of him himself being here in a settled way. And that's the most valuable thing that needs to be done. In order to prove that we here, down here, could have a connection to Hashem, so Meshavina says, we have, a, we have a father and mother. We're able to produce children, which means to say to produce children is, 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 is a renewal of a new being. There's no comparison to whatever, wherever he was created from. A new thinker, a new whole mitzis of a person that, that's created by us, which means to say that in the physical world, Hashem reveals his strongest power. So it's like a simon at the dira, which could contain Hashem himself, where Hashem shows his truth, his truth, his greatness, which, we, which is water in the fact that he can make new things, so he's not limited at all in any way you can understand it, so he can make things against any understanding, a new creation. So we have a bit of that as well, we reproduce. So that just brings out how in Gashmias, Hashem is found, in, now in a concealed way, but Hashem could be found in a revealed way, because since they're physical, since they're not describing him, since they're not giving an understanding, and they're not mixing in their metzias, in the, the, the revelation of the greatness of Hashem, therefore Hashem himself could settle there in a, in a way of a deer, and therefore that comes before him. To summarize, the Malachim said, Abishai, you want to give the Torah to, to the Yidin in Eulamah Zagashi. What does that mean? You want to translate the godly ideas of Torah, which that's what, what, what the Torah is. You want to translate it into physical language, okay. But you want to make that the way it's brought into the physical language that owns the Torah. The only way you can connect to the godly ideas within Torah is if you learn it and you practice it in the physical one. Only human beings down here can learn based on Bittal, but learn the, 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 the physical expression of Torah, come to a conclusion what Allah is, and that will be the way how godliness will come. And if anybody will come to it through a spiritual understanding, he will not come to that. He will not make it that's because God and should come from Allah who decided he won't come to that. They say, no, that's not right. Godliness is understood and appreciated much more in the world of spirituality. 
like us, spiritual beings. We appreciate more, we find things, we relate it much more. And therefore, it makes much more sense that Torah should be owned by spirituality. The way to get the godliness of Torah, you should get it through a spiritual language. And you can encourage that as well. Let them work their way up as if buy it from somewhere else and get, and get, the, and get the godliness of Torah. The basis of this is when a person sells a field, then if the neighbor wants the field, he comes first. Because the one who's buying the field can get it elsewhere. The neighbor benefits much more because to manage two fields one next to each other is a much greater benefit. So he comes first here also. Even could get the trade of him Ruchnis. The, the Malachim, if they have it in Ruchnistic language, they understand and they benefit the godliness much more. And therefore, it should be born at the, it should be owned by Ruchnistic language. Says, says Moshe Rabbeinu that no, that uh, you can't receive the trade. Hashem tells Moshe he, he should answer. The reason is because the Taina. Of uh, when, when, when the neighbor wants to have the field, he comes. The problem is with the buyer. How did you buy the field? If I if I could buy the field, the seller, someone came to buy it, he could sell it, and it's not a problem. But one who bought it is like taking it away from the neighbor, and and if he says, I have a title to you, why why are you taking it away? Let me have it. So Misha answered that. They don't have business, the Malachim don't have business, they don't have a father or mother, they don't have Yitzhara. What is the answer? He's saying, if you will have the Torah, you will have the Ha'ora, you will have the way the Torah is shining. You will have the way godliness reveals itself in a way that is letting you appreciate it, feel it, like it, but not have it. To have only course, it has to come in a place of this business and this Yitzhara. Why? Because in order to get Hashem himself, it has to be in a way that you have the least understanding of him. Because if you have understanding of him, I mean, as a start, if you have understanding of him, you're basing everything on your understanding of him. You have the, you have the advanced understanding of him. You're not him. And every shine to you within your understanding. So it's not him. It's the way he can shine out of himself to you. So therefore, he's not settling there. He's benefiting you, like a field which could produce food. So you have a benefit, but the person himself, the person doesn't settle in the field. He benefits from the field. No one is settling in there. When Torah comes into physical language, the physical language could carry the truth of Hashem untouched. Because it's not described by a way of understanding. Especially when there's a Yitzhar, which is disturbing. And then the person who's trying to get in touch with Hashem is rising above himself. He's rising above himself, so then he's connecting to Hashem the way Hashem is. And therefore, Hashem himself is coming down through the Torah coming into physicality. If Hashem himself is coming down the Torah coming into physicality, forget about who comes first. This comes first. Because uh, in Bar we say that the one who wants to build a house then, 
then he has priority. Not because he will gain more from it. It is needed more. So it's much more important that Hashem himself should come down, should be taken and, and related to by, 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 by Nivroi. And that only happens when there's a, a Gashmis and there's Yitzhak. In Lashon of the Rebbe here, when a person goes against his Yitzhak order, he's making a Yitzchachus. He's making something new. He's making something which is a separate being into something which is bottled to Hashem. And the Koyachai Yitzchachus comes from the English to himself. Just to explain that a bit. The fact that the Koyachai makes something new comes from Hashem himself is because he is true in an indescribable way. And therefore, when things come, events come in an indescribable way, there you could get in touch, and there you could you could you could you could see Hashem's truth. When a person is going against the nature of Elam Hazem, which is which which is which is which is Menachem to the Eved, and he's transforming it to something which is a bottle to Hashem, so that he's bringing out that it's not the description of this thing which is containing Hashem. It's Hashem Himself. There's a Yischachus of it. There's a renewal, a change of form, which is then allowing Him Himself to come. And that's why we say that the sim that we have a connection to this is the fact that we can make children, we can make something new. We relate to this idea of making something not as a continuation of the form before. Which that means that we have a shaykh as the truth. And therefore a new full being can come when it's not a development of the, of the stage before because, because the emiss of the Yemishta can be taken down here in the mud. Lepoil through us doing it, they're going to get it as well. The point when we uh, bring Hashem down here, it makes that all uh, all is connected to that also. That's, that's their shleimus. But the place that it's going to be done and through who it's going to be done is us. And therefore, we come first not because of our, of our closeness to Hashem, not because of, of, uh, of what we need it for, but because it is the most important accomplishment. And that comes before any, anyone's personal benefit. Although there is the closest of Hashem to us also, but there's a certain element, a certain, uh, uh, you know, within the Torah, which is given to us based on our vein. That's called mecha, like a sale. And for that, we don't have a claim that we come first. But nevertheless, what's accomplished through it is that Hashem himself should rest over here. And therefore, that, 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 that's, that's the first thing, that's the first, uh, that, that, that comes before any time in the Moloch.